It's a wonder that this game doesn't have more nominations. The Game Awards 2023, according to Press B, today on. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Press B to Cancel. I'm your host this week, Sick Jake, and I'm joined by two friends of mine. Chard, how are you doing this week? Good. I was trying to get my puppies to not talk over the intro, so it sounds like we were I successful. Young. It's okay. It's okay. That's what, that's what Post is for. And also joined by Werewolf. How are you doing this week, Wolf? Uh, happy to be out of the bed, walking around a little more yes. than I was. It's nice. Yeah. We're glad to have you back because I, I know you've been out for, for for a number of weeks. For those unfamiliar, I messed up my left foot and that messed up my right knee. And so I've been hobbling around like a drunken toddler, which I was told today by the wife that that should not be a point of reference. But, hey, you know, <laughs> if the shoe fits, man. <laughs> Look, if we if somebody doesn't make a podcast with a drunken toddler audience, then what are we even doing, right? We got we got to cater to all our audiences. We got to spread that the, the wood net wide. I thought that was right. my pool. I thought that's what brought me up. <laughs> Many drunken toddlers in your pool chart. Is that is that a thing? Apparently. <laughs> okay. Wow. Way off track. All right. I want to get right into this week's episode because it's going to be a big one. I'm a big fan of the Game Awards. I I know award shows. I get it. I know they're cheesy. They're subjective. Whatever. They're still fun. And the guy running the Game Awards for the last 10 years, and even before that, is Jeff Keighley. And uh, I love I love the Game Awards. I love the, the, the lead up to it, the hype. I love the, the companies get nominated. I love the whole damn thing. And it's particularly exciting this year because there's so many damn good games. We've been saying, I think, almost every other episode on Press B, there's so many good games to play. I don't have time to play them all. There's just so many. <laughs> all all those games that were in the works and were got delayed because of 2020, we all know why, all came out this year and it's packed. And I almost feel bad for the future versions of Press B next year because 2024 might be a little bit dry. We might be more focused on retro as is on brand next year because most of the games have come out this year. Listen, I need a break. I need a break from some awesome goddamn games that have come out this year. And I, <laughs> on a, I just think the 2024 for me is going to be reviewing the the last half of 2023. Catch <laughs> up, yeah. Too much, too much good stuff. It's like AMPM, man. There is a ton of them. So what we want, what we want to do is they did announce the the nominees on Monday, and uh, so this is the Friday. So we wanted to just talk about them, like we did last year, me and Char. But now we got Wolf because he's also interested in this stuff too. Just want to talk about the nominations. There's some controversy over one particular category. What do we think? Is there anything missing? Do we think it's wildly off base? And there's no Elden Ring this year, so maybe the conversation is a little <laughs> bit easier. I don't even but know let's, what I'm doing let's here. See. Well, okay. before we jump into it, I would like to say that, you know, if you think back on just about any year of the Game Awards, they tend to get dominated by one game. Yeah. I think we're seeing it. I mean, I've been kind of perusing the the nominees and i think we're going to be talking about one quite a bit i have not looked at any of the nominees yet i was waiting until tonight <laughs> but maybe it's a good thing you're laid history, up <laughs> last year <laughs> last year was what it was elden ring dominated it right it got as it should have and if you remember in 2017 
Tears of the Kingdom won a ton. Even Best Soundtrack, which was kind of weird because the music, you don't really notice it in, no. in Breath of the Wild. Not Tears of the Kingdom, Breath of the Wild. Right. So, yeah, in 2017, like, there were a couple of... Yeah, like there's a couple of good tracks in the game that I absolutely love, but for the most part, the game was just like little piano notes here and there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> get chased like by something. It sounds piano, like, you know? Yeah, exactly. When you get chased yeah. by something, it sounds like a cat or a puppy. Like, yeah, and it's not obnoxious. <laughs> it's not bad, but I wouldn't call it best soundtrack, you know? Right. Yeah. But uh, I expect Tears of the Kingdom to kind of jump and pounce on a ton of awards this year as of right now okay i don't i don't want to spoil it because i've been i've been kind of knee deep into the the social media of seeing what people's reactions were to it so we're going to go through category by category and you'll be surprised i think chard you know a few of these already and we'll kind of just get everybody's takes around the table for each of the categories at least the categories that matter to us i don't think any of us give a damn about esports i'm sorry for those people who are into it It just it's just really not i don't think our thing yeah it's not our gig and that's fine we're here to talk about the gaming categories really not the uh yeah. esports and creator categories and like they they added quite a few more categories related to esports so we'll start from the bottom i think that makes the most sense because game of the year is the last one so we're not going to do the esports like <laughs> best esports coach it's, it's okay i don't think so <laughs> um God. athlete content creator <laughs> most anticipated game so this is the weird category this is almost like which game commercial are you most excited for? Do you guys want to look at this one? This is for best upcoming game that's not out yet. It's like most anticipated, right? Yeah, yeah. Because like I, I mean, all my anticipated games have come out this year. I can <laughs> so. go off on a tangent on one of these if we want to, but I have okay. So I have guesses for this. I don't have guesses for everything because some I just don't care to, or I wasn't informed enough but for most anticipated i have four guesses as to what's on the list obviously final set uh, ff7r2 so rebirth whatever i figure that's on there infinite wealth is that on there it is like it a is. dragon i'm looking at them right now let me pull it up i okay, got it pull i already it up, got it pulled then. up yep I'm oh i thought up. this is the subject we were starting on so yeah, uh, so most anticipated game. I haven't opened it yet for people watching and listening, so I haven't named what's on there. So if you want to give your guesses, and then we'll pull it up. And then, I don't know if a Mario RPG qualifies for this, or if it counts as 2023. I'm not sure how that works. So yeah. te- so the cutoff date is November 17th. So Mario RPG came out on the day. So, yeah. so technically, count. I think it doesn't count this year, but it could next ah. year. Although by the time we get to next year, I don't think it's going to get anything. Yeah. So that's a shame then, for the four bars. <laughs> Spoiler, it shouldn't. <laughs> Alone in the dark is my last guess. Okay. Okay. So let's let's pull it up and then charge. I'll let you give you a rant. Well, I was gonna say I got them already pulled up. I I can read them off if you want to. I'm looking right at them. Sure. Okay, you read All them right. off. I got them on the screen so, for folks. So uh Wolf, you had Final Fantasy Rebirth, correct? You had it, like yeah. Dragon Infinite Wealth, also correct. The other three games that are on here are Hades 2. Really? Star I'm Wars, surprised. Star Wars Outlaws, okay, and Tekken Eight are the the five most anticipated games coming up. According, Didn't we just to the get game a new Wars. Tekken, or is this still the same Tekken that's on the this horizon? This is the no. same st- one that's on the horizon. I don't think we got a new one yet. Yeah, Tekken Seven came out a few years ago. Uh, oh, okay. I think it had a bit of a renaissance though, because the, the the fighting game scene has kind of exploded over the last year. We've been we've been very fortunate to get Street Fighter and and Mortal Kombat, but we also had. 
resurgence in Tekken players uh, as well as other games. So fighting game scene has kind of picked up and Tekken was like a go-to for a lot of folks. I even tried Tekken 7 for a bit to see what it was like. But uh, it does seem like a lot of folks are really looking forward to Tekken 8. Not my kind of game. It's a bit slow, but I I get it. Um, I I just want to mention Hades 2, though. I am definitely hyped for Hades 2. Hades 1 is one of my favorite games. Supergiant games... Even if you just if you just like listening to the soundtrack, because they always kill it on the music, it's always amazing. But uh, I'm curious to see what they do for the gameplay because Hades won, pretty all around solid game, and I'm not sure what else they can bring to the table to improve it. Hmm. I'm curious as to what the Star Wars Outlaw is going to be about. I don't know much or if anything about that. If what kind of yeah, style I've not it's even heard be. of that one. Yeah, it's um, um, your hand so you're basically hand solo kind of role and i heard it's a bit more open world because that's that's ubisoft's thing is open world right. action games so i think it's ubisoft style of open world games but they got the star wars license so it could be mm. could be interesting is it is it but gonna no be in the same vein so as um, right <laughs> more like watchdogs i think if anything it'd be like watchdogs uh, or assassin's I creed gonna, i was gonna ask if it's if it's still got that feel for like the uh the last two uh, that just came out uh jedi survivor like is it going to have that kind of feel to it just you're now no that was ea respawn EA. i think it was so yeah, yeah it's it going to be respawn. it's going to be a different feel i i guarantee you it's going to be watchdogs feel but it's it's star wars themed and and I that's like not watchdogs. bad i mean who who knows yeah i like watchdogs that's a good game like a dragon um, i've heard nothing but good things about the first rpg based um um oh help me out here the the game that it's based off of um like a dragon <laughs> well no it's yakuza, like a dragon yeah. but it's yeah. the yakuza thank you that's the the yakuza, yeah. yakuza yeah 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 well um, i mean it's always been called like a dragon in japan it's just we finally got there here oh, okay is they, this they is didn't this think like a dragon would RPG yeah this base? is basically yeah it's basically yakuza 8 okay right okay. But the, the then, thing to keep in mind is, yeah. is this this series? It's a new protagonist, like they brought in in the last one, and the style of the game is different. It's it's very much a JRPG, and it's a lot of uh, callbacks and Easter eggs based on JRPGs. Like, I mean, in the first, I never finished the first game. I really should finish it. Uh, I did like the beginning of it. One of your party members is a homeless guy, and he's the mage. He's the wizard of your party, and he his spells are like making pigeons fly out as an, an attack spell, or taking a swig of, of whiskey and, sh- and making a spout of fire. Like That's the kind of game it is. It's very, very, very weird. Probably not very PC, but it is a fun <laughs> one, though. The combat's actually really good. I heard like, it was the, very the, the main protagonist is a bit of a dork, and I, I, I do like him quite a bit. Yeah. Well, t- to be fair, the whole Yakuza franchise, like a Dragon franchise, has been kind of wacky. Yeah. Amidst yes. very yeah. serious storylines, there's a lot of wackiness. Yeah. And I I mean, it does the game favors. I'm not going to say it's unwanted. <laughs> yeah. Hades 2 is great. And I'm, yeah. we don't we only have a couple hours. So I'm just going to say Final Fantasy. You know how I feel about Final Fantasy 7 and this whole fucking thing. I'm, so. I didn't even finish the first one. Yeah. Yeah. But I get it. I understand why. I understand why people are hyped for it. It's 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 going to be huge, and that's fine. But it's probably not my thing too. I will probably want to check it out when it's completely done, ten years from now. <laughs> the yeah, PlayStation. When you could buy Final Fantasy VII, the complete set, the complete saga. Exactly. Uh, the complete saga, rebirth, remixed, R four four fifths of a third or something. Renaissance. That's, that's what we're gonna do. Final Fantasy um, Renaissance. Final Fantasy VII compiled. <laughs> <laughs> recompiled <laughs> um best adaption is where they take a video game and it's been brought into another media 
So like a movie or a TV show. Do you guys want to look okay. at that one? Yeah, yeah I've can... I've got guesses for this one too. First Hit off, me. let me let me start with this. Last of Us better fucking win this year. It's that simple. <laughs> All right. Fair. I still Second, haven't seen the show. Obviously, oh, it's so good. I know. Um, I gotta play the game. The Super Mario movie just has to be on there. Mm -hmm. Um Twisted Metal. Please tell me Twisted Metal made the list. You're, yes. yep, you're on there. <laughs> it's right. better than let's, it seems, let's... I swear. And then I guessed Five Nights at Freddy's movie and Castlevania Nocturne something. Nocturne, Nocturne Origins. Yeah. You missed right. you missed one. Oh, there were six. Read, no, no, no. Yeah, read them you, off, Chard. You you gotta swap oh, one for no the staff. other. Castlevania okay. Nocturne. Uh The Last of Us. Mario movie, Twisted Metal, and Gran Turismo. Which I didn't, I didn't even, even know, know was that was a movie. thing until <laughs> like two days ago. I was like, they yeah. made a Gran Turismo movie? I didn't know it was out yet. I kind of want to see it. I heard it was okay. But when you, if you were to take a list of video games that I think would be great for movies, Gran Turismo is definitely not <laughs> on that list. <laughs> go watch The Fast like, and the all. Furious and go away. Like, it, it's... yeah. I don't understand how that could be an adaptation of anything. So I think the I idea know. was they literally they recruited video game players in a tournament or something, and they they scooped them out to be race car drivers. I think that was literally the plot of this movie, and that what? just maybe I don't I what? don't know. <laughs> I, I, I mean, this is this is what video games movies are, though, right? I, I'm out. Know. Yeah, I'm out. I'll Netflix it. Yeah. Um. Twisted I, Metal. Yeah. I know, Wolf. You said Twisted Metal. You really like that one. It's campy. It's weird, but it's 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 good, right? Yeah, like it actually it it rides the whole wave of emotions. Like it's very serious and sad and angsty at points, and then there's points where it's just laugh a minute, right? <laughs> yeah. It goes back and forth. That it's great. And basically, if Sweet Tooth's in the episode, you know it's going to be a fun one, right? If well, they got not, Will Arnett for the voice, right? For, yeah. for Sweet Tooth, I think. I love him, mm -hmm. man. Yeah, he's good. And then there are a couple of really somber episodes where they explore sort of the history of some of the characters. And uh, even exploring the history of Sweet Tooth was a little dark and messed up. Like, hmm. they, they did a good job with everything, I felt like. And I'm really looking forward to season two because then it'll actually be. And I hope this isn't a spoiler because the first season of Twisted Metal is not the competition. But season two should be. Oh, interesting. Okay. Didn't realize that. Season That's one is like an introduction to the world itself and a number of characters. Gotcha. Interesting. Well, I do have to watch that. I, I think for a lot of these, I haven't seen any of these. The only thing I, I saw was the Super Mario Brothers movie, which was a good movie. It was I think a good it was movie. Great. Mm -hmm. If from what I've heard from The Last of Us, it's it's going to be good. And I, I'm excited to actually, I, I have to watch it. I've been trying to play the game so that I can yeah. understand the references, but it's been, time is just not easy to get underneath me right now. <laughs> so one of these days I'll finish it up. I have it. I've been playing it on my PlayStation 5, but I, I can't like, I just can't find the time to sit down and, and play it for more than yeah. a couple hours. <clears throat> Yeah, same. I want to play it. I just don't have the time. But I mean, the show was always interesting to me. I've seen clips of it. I, I know Sinistar, one of our other hosts, he raved about it as well as you, Wolf. Yeah. And uh, I mean, Pedro Pascal is a great actor. I love him. He's great. I, I can't see them picking anybody. Like the winner's going to be Last of Us. It has to be. It Last has to us. be. Uh, yeah. Like, like, like yeah. a, another good example of this is my wife is not a gamer. Um, 
and she saw most of these with me, right? So right. we watched the Mario movie. She thought it was good. It wasn't anything amazing to her, but she thought it was good. She yeah. loved The Last of Us, particularly episode three, but she loved The Last of Us. Um, and episode three is the Bill episode. Um, five Nights, she was out. I know that's not on the list, but she was out. Um, so yeah. I don't think she'd care about Gran Turismo. Twisted Metal, she enjoyed. She quite enjoyed it, but she thought Last of Us was better. And Castlevania. The other anime is really good. Season, I, the, the, the first, first Castlevania yeah. series was great, but if you I remember, the one. first season was just four episodes, and it kind of right. took some time to ramp up. This yeah. time, the first season is eight episodes, and it takes the eight episodes to really ramp up. Like It ramps up at the same pace, <laughs> spread out across eight episodes instead of four. Yeah. So That's it's a, a slower slow ramp, but they did yeah. some cool shit. Like, yeah. okay, um, old rocks, you know, one of the bosses from Symphony of the Night, they made him an Aztec and vampire instead of just whatever, and he's important. They did some huh. neat stuff, like Just Belmont from uh, Harmony of Dissonance, the one I hate the most. He was in it, so they did. They did some neat stuff, like because it yeah. makes a little bit of sense that Just would be in it at some point. So I'm be, be honest I with you, I'm a little surprised. I'm surprised to not see Cyberpunk Edge Runner on here. That 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 Edge Runners came out last year, September last year. Oh, is it that old? God, it it really seems like Mm -hmm. it's so new. Wow! I just finished it this week, and it was awesome. I loved it. I was glued to that show. That was awesome. I got curious about that one when you were watching it. I was like, when did that one come out? September last year. That's why. Interesting. Okay. Really surprised to see it, and that makes sense why. Yeah. All right, so yeah, it's gonna be Last of Us. Has to be. Um, okay, so moving on to the next category is best multiplayer. Any guess, Wolf? I think Mario Wonders on here. That's my only guess. Okay, you, you See, would I correct. would never have guessed it to be on here, but yeah, you're right. It is on there. Do you want to read off the rest, Jared? <laughs> yep, I got it. So Baldur's Gate three, oh, Diablo yeah, four, uh, okay. Party Animals, and Street Fighter six on top of Super Mario Wonder. <clears throat> But so, Street Fighter Six Diablo, is only two players at a time, right? Or did they introduce it's an some open sort of world? Like it's an open world multi game where you run around the world. Oh, and you is can it challenge like? People. Well, yeah. okay, hold on, because I played it. It's not. It's, it's yeah. an open world single player campaign. Yes, and in there, there's also a battle hub, which is the multiplayer arena system. And in the multiplayer arena, you can run around and see other players and challenge players. There's arcade machines to sit, sit down at, and you can play each other at the machines in a real match or in a you can play Final Fight together or stuff like crap like that. So it is neat, but it, it's mostly, yes, it's a Street Fighter. It's a one-on-one. That's the multiplayer aspect to it. Uh, it's great because it's rollback net, net code, and it's quite responsive. There isn't much in the way of lag. Things run pretty well. There's been a big problem with some fighters recently not using net, net rollback net code, which is that lower latency. Uh, I could Somebody else can explain it better than me, but... Rollback is the way to go for fighting games. And there's been some prominent releases in the last few years that didn't have it, even though it was kind of established like this is what players want for online play, especially with the pandemic. You're trying to play games online. Like you try and play Smash online. I gave up because it's just ridiculously bad online. But if it had rollback, it would be a lot better. That's why people started playing Melee quite a bit for a period because um, some fans implemented rollback netcode into a client to play it that way. So Street Fighter 6 has it from the get-go. A lot of fun characters are returning. The graphics are great. The music's great. It's got a really fun, interesting vibe. It's not gritty and dark at all. It's 
I'm not going to call it cheerful, but it's a it's very horrible. vibrant. It's bright, city. yeah, vibrant, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's the best way. Like to the graffiti styles in effect. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's 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 a fun game, but I don't think I would give it the award. What I'm surprised about is Diablo Four being put down here for multiplayer. My complaint, I had a few complaints about Diablo Four. Multiplayer was one of them. In Diablo Three, if you want to just like join a group of randoms to to play, totally easy to do. You can't do that in Diablo Four. It's online. It's always online, but they deliberately made it a design design decision to make the overworld that you're traversing sparse of players. When you're in a village or town, you'll see a couple people, but it's very, very sparse and few and far between. It doesn't feel like there's a lot of players playing with you, even if there are thousands playing. The only time you see other players is after you've beaten the game, you unlock world bosses, and then during world bosses for a couple minutes, you'll see a dozen players or so, maybe more. But after the world boss is dead, everybody kind of goes off their own direction and you never see them again. You don't remember names. You don't really make friends. There's no voice chat. There's no contact. Like You don't make any connections with people. They might as well be random NPCs. Whereas Diablo 3, I mean, I, I remember people's names. There's chat involved. I would say hi. The people help out. None of that in this game. The only way you get multiplayer in this is with friends. But I mean, there's so many other games I would rather play multiplayer with friends. I'd rather play like Guild Wars or I would rather play Path of Exile or Shredder's Revenge with you guys. There's so many other games more better than Diablo 4. I feel like that's such, such a waste of a pick for this category. I still feel like we, just, need, we, need, we still need to do a Baldur's Gate thing with, with all of us. We do, yes. yeah. I, my only <laughs> issue... <laughs> I, I know, right? I I didn't yeah. play Diablo 4 because, I mean, honestly, I barely put any time into Diablo 3, so that was just yeah. a bad investment in general. But um, I'm Street Fighter 6 is a weird pick. I don't think of two-player, like one-on-one as multiplayer. Like I feel like three yeah. people ha- or more have to be able to play together or against one another to qualify, and that's just how I think like right no that makes sense that makes sense I feel like the real like the true multiplayer game on here probably would only be party animals which I don't know enough <laughs> about it to really you know support that it's, but I mean you're right I mean Baldur's Gate is that a mobile game a, I, I no don't, it's like a gang beast clone if you yeah. ever play gang beast yeah it's like the oh, goofy animation one. stuff yeah yeah, um, yeah. I wanted to play it but I never did yeah mm-hmm. okay I mean, Baldur's yeah. Gate could possibly be on there, but I, I know that it's like when you play multiplayer with somebody, you're like committed to that world, regardless if that person's there or not. They're like in your party and they stick around whether they're playing it or not. Um, mm-hmm. And then Mario Wonder, I mean, you're playing together. You would know best, Wolf, because you you actually played it with with uh, White Wolf and, and the kid. No, I, I didn't. Right. I thought you played, played it at the his family. I played it with my oh, kids. Well, my yeah, kids I played actually, it with yeah. the kiddo at the. It's the demo, Nintendo but you Live. still, you know, you still played it. That was kind of, fun. but it was like a rush around. job because we were just trying to experience as much as possible in fifteen minutes. So, right. I I think this got nominated not for the local co-op play, um, although that, that can be fun. But my kids kind of burnt out on it. This game was actually they they consider this one too hard. Um, they they rather play um 3D Land or 3D World instead because yeah. I've asked them mm. about it. They didn't really care for it. I played a lot of this. This probably got nominated because of the online multiplayer. And that's it's weird because you're not actually joining a lobby or joining a group or joining friends online, although I guess you could. It's more that it's the you turn it on and when you join a map or a level, 
you get matched with random players online and they're kind of ghosts in the background, but they are there, they are live. And where it became interesting was there are, for me, there's a couple stages. There's a puzzle, there's a couple puzzle stages where you have to find these like uh, coins, I think it is. And I couldn't figure it out. So I turned on multiplayer and joined a match to get in the game again. And the other players are there trying to mime with the basic emails that you have to show you where the coins are. They're trying, you're working together to try and solve the stage. Mm. That was really cool. The other aspect is as an, as an online player, you can leave a standee, like a, st- a picture of yourself, which you can spawn off, off of if you die. So I think before the big recorded chart, we mentioned that you were, you were playing Mario Wonder, you've beaten it, which is great. Yeah. And that there's a couple special stages that are difficult. I got through them with the multiplayer. Because, and that's maybe that's a cop-out, but whatever, I'll take it. Because that's part of the game. There's a stage right. where you're a Goomba and you have to kind of like melt your oh. solid way through a freaking level. It's very difficult. And at the end of it, you have to kind of traverse these bubbles to get to the end. And me and like two or three other players, when I was going through it, we were on that stage. It felt like forever. We get to the end, like all through the the level, we're like dropping standees. So the first person who makes a pass an obstacle drops a standee. The other two, if they die, can spawn and get past it. We were working together through the entire stage for a good five minutes. It felt like get to the end. We see the goal. We're trying to traverse the bubbles. We're dying multiple times. None of us can do it. And then I, I, I sacrifice myself to help one of them get across. Thinking, yes, he's going to help me. He's going to drop a standee. But what does he do? Dips. He goes to the goal and dips. The <laughs> other player, he makes it across. You're surely Daisy. You're going to help Daisy, right? You're not going to. You're not going to leave. No, they leave. Both those son of a bitches left me alone at the end of the stage and I couldn't get past it. It took me another 12 tries, like another 30 minutes to get through that stage. But when I finished it, I'm like, that was an experience I've never had before. That was a pretty awesome feeling and kind of afterwards. But it was an an interesting scenario that you don't see in, in games online. It's a novel aspect. It's different. It's weird. It's very Nintendo on online. I think this is probably why I got nominated. I think it might actually win for how unique it is, but I don't I don't know. I mean, there's not I don't feel like there's any of these games except for maybe Party Animals is like a true multiplayer type game on here. Yeah. So like Ball's Gate 3 kind of, kind of replicates the tabletop experience with your buddies. Like I know a coworker of mine, he's he's beaten it like twice now with his friends. I don't know how he's had the time for that, but he's done it. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, that's why we want to try it because it'd, it'd be really fun to play something like this with you guys and just, yeah. just you know, mess around. Our personalities in, in, a in this world. together would be freaking yeah. awesome. We'd have too much fun yeah. with this. So it's just it's maybe a shame it's not 3. like a two hour game. <laughs> like like uh turtles yeah. was you know we we burned through that yeah. pretty quickly but we had a blast doing it so yeah like, do we have 200 hours free to do this together <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out i don't know we'll figure <laughs> it out all right um best sports and racing game do you want to look at these best sports and racing <sighs> forza i mean we can go over it i don't think i had any guesses for this at all but yeah it's got to be forza i didn't even look at it let me see uh ea sports fc 24 i think that's their post fifa football game it looks like it yeah f123 so f1 racing forza motorsport of course hot wheels unleashed two turbocharged oh interesting the crew they brought the crew okay. back Interesting. And the crew. Oh, I heard they brought it's, the crew back. Okay. Yeah, that's right. The crew yeah. Motorfest. Yeah. A lot of racing. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have a stake cool. in this race. I know yeah. Spin a Star is uh him and uh and brother Sen play uh Forza five or whichever Forza is out. One of the more popular Forza's um 
together, like on their video game Wednesday church night, they invited me to come and play it with them. I haven't had a chance to do it because I do it on Wednesday. Um, but I, I, I goofed around with it and, it, and it seemed pretty cool. There's some cool expansions and stuff yeah. on there, but it's still a racing game, you know. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's absolutely stunning. Just not my cup of tea, you know. If you ever pay for Game Pass, uh, Forza is on there. All the Microsoft titles are there. And to play that on Game Pass, just to see the graphic fidelity, it is draw drop, draw, jaw dropping how amazing that game looks. It's a very pretty looking game. And it, it's yeah. been like that since the 360 days. It's always been a nice looking mm-hmm. graphics engine. Always. Yeah. Yeah. The running it on the PC it looks absolutely spectacular. And you're driving around, yeah. I guess you're, you're in Mexico or in that like kind of kind of area and you go through different environments you go to the jungle and there's deserts and and yeah. oceans and all this stuff so there's a lot of different terrains and it it really like pops when you're driving through the areas it's really kind of yeah. cool for what it is <clears throat> all right best sim and st- or strategy best sim or strategy this is another one that i had no guesses for yeah i, I know. guess i should have had two but i, I know didn't. one on here the other ones <laughs> okay I'm not too How about we pull it up and you read them off? Because I think if City Skylines Two is on here, I'm going to throw a chair because that game I did will. not launch well. But yeah, let's, Jake, why don't you? Yeah, why don't you just keep, sit down, Jake, and, and just calm down? That's going to give you All an right. advance right, warning. You go for it, Wolf. You got All right. It. Wolf's going to read. We got Advance Wars yeah. One and Two Reboot Camp. <laughs> what? <laughs> why was that wave of the arms? Because I looked at the list that I spoiled myself. I looked at the list. Keep going. Keep reading them off. Okay. City Skylines 2. Fuck <laughs> you. It can't be there. It's Company fine, of Heroes like, 3. Yeah. Fire Emblem Engage. And Pikmin 4. Sure. What is Fire Emblem Engage? Is that a mobile game? I think. No. I don't know if it's a mobile game, but it is, <laughs> no. it is the newer Fire Emblem, yeah. It's it's oh, it's basically it's the one. successor to Three Houses. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I know everybody was freaking oh. out about this one coming out because it's been what several. Correct me if I'm wrong, but several years since the Fire Element came out. No, Three Houses came out like two years ago. I did it really. And uh, no, yeah. So the way Three Houses explained... came out in uh, 2018, I want to say. So it has no, been, not that I'd long ago, was years. it? Shit. Uh, Mind Palace. Yeah. The oh, way it's explained July 2019. to me. Okay, so it was yeah, just after I moved to Washington. That's so why. four years ago. I must have been seeing okay. trailers while I was down in California. Yeah. So the way it's explained to me is that um, Three Houses uh, was great. I played it. The story was was actually good for a tactical RPG. Everybody says that the combat is better in Engage, but Engage's story is nowhere near as good as Three Houses. So I, mm. I, I mean, I don't know. Um, so here's why I don't like City Skylines too. I like City Skyline the first one. Yeah, but the second one's it launched. It feels like half finished, unpolished, right? I don't even think it has mod support, like um, Steam Workshop support, which is a big part of the first game. Um, but you have a city and the performance issues. Like I've seen people play it on on Twitch, and it tanks. It's not. I know it's slim pickings, like, but this is like a, a this is like a C tier game right now. I know two years from now it's going to be amazing. It's going to have all kinds of add ons and stuff. It'll be great. But released right now, it does not feel like it hangs on a on a game of the year type of list, right? Or at least in this category. So that's disappointing to me. Hmm. I don't even know it's what like, City Skylines Two is. So it's like it's like a Sim City game. When when EA yeah, screwed when, up Sim City, this, th- these guys came in. Yeah, gotcha. 
yeah, when the SimCity always online single player game came out back in like 2013 or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, or 2012, something like that, City Skylines came out not too long after and just kicked its ass. Nice. Yeah. You and you and Sinistar were talking about Paradox Interactive, I believe, and 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 relating them to uh, Cyberpunk or a CD Red Project, like in the similar vein of they release stuff and then they. They will and they will undoubtedly get together and repair anything that's wrong with it or upgrade it as, yeah. it, as it goes mm. through. If I remember that discussion, <clears throat> yeah, most of the games they do get get a lot of patches post release, and then that's fine. But yeah, oh, Pikmin Four. Have you guys played any of the Pikmin games? I never did, I, but I know I, I played like an earlier Pikmin. I think one. I played one and two, one and I, I enjoyed them. Yeah. Okay. Four looks fun, just not fun enough for me to want to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Especially this year. Yeah. Something tells me Pikmin 4 is going to win it. Um, just because Skylines is have is not released in a great state. Fire Emblem Engaged didn't have as good reviews as Three Houses. Reboot Camp kind of lost its uh, hype. Yeah. Was well, it came out of- a year after it was done. Wolf, weren't, <laughs> yeah. you were exci- weren't you excited about this one, Wolf? Or am I, I was like a year and a half ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have we been and together? They, they, they delayed it. And they stopped. And I mean, they delayed it because of the whole Russia incursion in Ukraine thing. It would have been bad timing yeah. in that regard. I get it. But seeing as it got delayed a year, I kind of lost my excitement for it in that time. I was yeah. like, yeah, just go back and play a GBA one. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's the same game. I, I bet you it goes to Pikmin. I, th- I think they're gonna people are gonna pick Pikmin, and that'll be kind of a weird pick for this category. But I don't see anything else. I mean, I I just want to point out: doesn't it seem a little weird that Nintendo has forty percent of this category? No, sixty no. percent of this category. No, no, it doesn't. Well, it's was there has there any been any real time like um, real time strategy games released recently? Like. Um, there's really. an age of there's no. an age of empires there was or age, age of, of empires two hd yeah. collection or something so it's but that's just a reboot yeah, yeah? or like a remaster yeah. or whatever not even a reboot it's a remaster it's like a, it's like a remaster of a remaster right <laughs> yeah because <laughs> no, so age skyrim. of empires 2 hd came out like five years ago so it's fucking skyrim yeah yeah all right sweet i don't know <laughs> interesting category i mean we'll see what they do with this one but i i don't i don't i don't know yeah all right uh well so we, we got best family my only guess for that was mario wonder <laughs> yeah uh who wants to read them off you want to read them off chard yeah i'll get it uh disney illusion island party That's animals is terrible well, oh it's, a- <laughs> it's so dull yeah it looks dull it's got that <laughs> weird animation to it uh party animals pikmin 4 sonic superstars and super mario brothers wonder i wasn't sure if superstars would make the list that's why i didn't guess it because mm-hmm. it like all the reviews are like yeah it's all right <laughs> yeah it's okay it's okay it's is, is it wonder, like game of the year or game awards good i need yeah. i need a soundbite of wolf saying that game is terrible at some point in my life <laughs> Oh my god! So I got to passionate. play it at Nintendo Live, and my kid and I were just so bored for ten minutes. We were the most bored we were all day. It was more boring than waiting in line. Damn! <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Okay. Damn. 
if you I, like I looked, Disney the Illusion graphics Island, look okay. I'm sorry, your taste is awful, but it's like that's a game for like three year old and dad wanting to play a game with his three year old. No, I mean I did that with Mario with my kids. I don't need to. I don't need a game specifically meant for that. Yeah. I mean, well, because it's I a guess... Metroidvania game with like no combat. It's literally just exploration and platforming. Oh, gross! So it's just it's just platforming and exploring. That's kind of lame. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, not fun. Not a fan of that. Okay, all right. That's not what I thought it would be. Because there's lots of great Mickey games over the years. Like the oh. you know 16 bit uh, consoles yeah. had a bunch of them. Yeah. Given the 2D Disney platformers of the past, I was like, okay, a, you know, a, a Mickey Shorts animation style Metroidvania Disney game. Okay, this should be interesting. Well, and it couldn't yeah. have been anything, anything with Mickey and Illusion was a pretty popular pick. I love Castle of Illusion. That's one of my yeah favorite exactly. Mickey inspired games for the Sega Genesis. Castle of Illusion is is freaking awesome. I love that game. Um, yeah. So I just assume when they say Illusion Island, I was like, oh, it's like an expansion of other stuff. But that's that's the extent of what I know. I don't know much else about it other than Wolf frickin hates it. So that sounds that sounds like a, a good turning point for me. Yeah, I'll never wear it. <laughs> <laughs> it just sits on the shelf. I don't know about this one. Sonic Superstars and Superstars. I'm with you, Wolf. The reviews were not bad, but I don't see it. I don't see it like if, if it makes this list and this is a pretty slim year for family games, I guess. That's kind of bizarre. But I mean... Was the, there were Sonic games on the PSP, and it gives me the vibe of those games. Hmm. Okay. I'm trying to remember what they... Were they Sonic Rush? Or the PSP? Yeah, what was it? Yeah, Sonic Rivals. Rivals, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 like looking at it, it gives me Sonic Rivals vibes. Hmm. And I think I had Sonic Rivals one at one point and I was kind of bored. So I didn't play much more of it. Like when I think yeah. of games that I play with my kids the most this year on the Switch, for example, it's it was mostly Tears of the Kingdom. They they just love doing the shrines. The shrine puzzles were the big thing for them. They <laughs> love doing those. I could even do most of them. Either my wife was doing them or the kids were taking it from my hand, the controller to play them. They liked the shrines a lot. They liked building things. The combat was maybe not necessarily family oriented, but all the puzzles, the shrines were really great. So, Mario Wonder, like I said, my kids just burned off it. They, it was just too hard. Even with with Yoshi and Navit, they just found it too difficult. Unfortunately, I mean, weird, like weird category. Kid, regarding Disney Illusion Island, another another slap at it. I'm sorry, but um, <laughs> my kid was more interested in watching me play Control during a conversation <laughs> sequence on my Steam Deck than he was in watch in playing Disney Illusion Island. So big selling point. Big selling point. <laughs> that just it's means controls no conversation is so good. Like if you're not jumping on the heads of an enemy, then what's the point? That seems Or so throwing windy. apples. I mean what the fuck? Yeah. I mean it doesn't have to be violent. It's a Disney game, we get it, but that's be something besides exploring. It's not we it. don't want Mario was missing. Right, no, give Aladdin right, the scimitar and have him slash at people. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> just no blood. Just knife him. It's no blood. Just yeah. <laughs> All right. We got next up, we got um, best fighting game. It was a banger of a year for fighting games. I don't know. I I know two games are on this list. Yeah, yeah. Street Fighter. It's got to be hard to fill the category out. Yeah, but what else is there in this list? Let's take a look. Let me. All right. Um, 
Well, yeah, do you I'm... want to read these ones? Yeah, I'll read this ones. Okay. I have no horse in this race whatsoever. So yeah, same. We got God of Rock. What the hell is that? It's a game. I've heard of that one. Been selected. Uh, Mortal Kombat One, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl Two. That just Pocket, came out. <laughs> Pocket Bravery and Street is. Fighter Six. Pocket Bravery well, sounds like Sinistar's high school nickname. I can't tell you which one's going to win, <laughs> but I can tell you three losers. <laughs> like, so the first All Stars Brawl. The the only thing notable about that game to me is that the first game came out like two years ago and it launched without voice acting. Yeah, and it was a huge problem. And they patched it in later when it actually made money. And now it feels like they've done a sequel, and it's it's just a cash grab to me. Like the the other game just came out two years ago, not even. I like there is room in in the genre to like a platform fighting game. There's room to some for something that has solid online that can take out Smash because Smash online sucks. I want a game that's like Smash but can play online. But man, Nickelodeon is not the kind of characters I really care about. But Jake, even if they do have Korra, but Jake, you can play as Garfield, the the fat oh boy. lasagna cat is in All Star Brawl too, right next I don't even to recognize Rocco these from Rocco's Modern Life. Holy oh shit! My God. Well, Ninja, Ninja Turtles are there. Oh, and Patrick the Star, characters are there. Aang's in there. The Airbender. Let's so. guy anyway. don't. Yeah. Now they're just trying I'm to. How do Rock is a rhythm game? Is it it's a fighting a, rhythm game? Li- listen, they put Sifu <laughs> in best fighting game last year, and we both like, were very yeah, adamantly. That's exactly that. what it is, Chart. Yeah. Sifu was a fighting game last year, and there's no way that's a fighting game. It was like a single player like adventure or something, yeah, right? Exactly what it was. It's a it's like it's a, a, a 3D street brawler with soul souls like yeah. tendencies. It was not a fighting game. <clears> yeah, <throat> it's it's a versus rhythm game with health bars. Gross. How is that? Uh, it's gonna be, game? it's gonna be MK or, or Street Fighter Six. I have not yeah. played Mortal Kombat One yet, although I would like to. But I think it's it's two different styles, right? Mortal Kombat, uh, like Nether Realm Studios, has been been killing it on the single player stories, the story people are actually interested in in a fighting game, which is kind of wild to say in the last couple of years. I want to play for the story. I don't give a shit about the combat itself. Street Fighter Six, I was into. I did buy that one. I love. Playing it was really good. They brought in a modern control style layout to bring more people in who are maybe fans or new to the genre. The open world single player, it's kind of boring. I'm not going to lie. It's fun for a couple hours, then it gets kind of boring. But it's a definitely a unique risk that they took adding something like that in a fighting game, especially Street Fighter. And I think that gets points. But I think gameplay wise, it's probably going to be Street Fighter 6. Even if even if Mortal Kombat 1 plays good, I think story alone is is what makes that stand out. Either could be the winner. It really just depends on you know whether more Mortal Combat fans vote or Street Fighter fans vote. Yeah. Honestly, I've heard more yeah. more positive stuff out of Street Fighter Six than I have about Mortal Kombat. So I, I would hang my hat on the Street Fighter Six. I have not yeah. really heard much negative about either, and by much I mean any. Yeah. So, Fair. <laughs> all right. Next up, we got best RPG. This is okay. a good category. There's, there's here, a bunch of RPGs. Here we go. Now we're getting in the the good stuff. Now we're getting yeah, the good now, we're okay, the good so, now I'm actually torn on this one. I'm not really. Baldur's Gate 3 and Sea of Stars <laughs> got to be on here. I'm not sure what else. Maybe Octopath? I, but I don't think so. I don't know. No. 
Okay. Okay. Let's see. I'll read these. Your resident RPG enthusiast. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16. Oh. Uh, Lies of P, which I don't really agree with that. I don't agree with that. Um, I mean, it's, yeah. Sea of Stars and Starfield are the. Oh, Starfield got a nomination. I didn't know (laughs) that. It did. It made it. It made it. Good job, Starfield. Good job. You're not going to win, but good job. Liza P. It's an RPG. Souls like it's a Souls like, but it's still an RPG. You're still, you're still leveling up stats. You're still role playing. I mean, if Final Fantasy 16 is going to be in here, so that's the other complaint I had. Why is Final Fantasy 16 here? Is that even an RPG anymore? Yes, (laughs) it is an RPG. It's you're playing the role of a character, and it's very heavily story driven. I love 16, but there are bits and pieces of 16 that take it out of like my favorite and it's the goddamn fetch quests that they throw in there which pisses yeah. me off see a stars from fucking start to finish and i know jake does i'm not gonna get into it with jake because i know his feelings about <laughs> it but wolf and i share the same same feelings about oh, this i fell in love with this game it is incredible, and I finished it a couple weeks ago, probably about a month ago, and it just it just kept the hits just kept on coming. It just kept getting mm-hmm. better and better and better. And then I beat it the first time, and then I went back and did a few extra things and did some cool shit with that too. And we did the the um, the messenger stuff. Uh, then I saw all the correlations between like the messenger characters and stuff that yeah. was in there. Uh, it was really freaking cool. I'm I'm sad to say that Sea of Stars isn't popular enough to get to like a game of the year kind of status because of all the other major companies with their game of the year stuff. But this I for mean, me I personally can... is easily the game of the year for me, even though it's I, probably yeah, not I, even on there. <clears throat> I suspected we'll at least get indie game of the year from Game Awards. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I do think it has a fighting chance in best RPG. As it should. It is. Yeah incredible this is my favorite game out of this entire setup it, it is the one the one rpg out of these groups that i've played i haven't i've i played a demo of liza p which was cool i didn't play starfield because i wasn't super interested in it but out of the other four sea of stars easily ranks above all of these guys just because it was so yeah perfectly well done for me as an like RPG, Starfield. I played a few hours of Starfield. It, it's not good. I mean, it's fine. It's a it's that studio's games, but that's a game where two years from now, on best ongoing game or best community sport category for the Game Awards in twenty twenty six, you're going to see Starfield win that. I, I'm guaranteeing you, right. and I'll be excited to say the game is good at that point. But right now, in its current state, forget it. Don't even don't even bother. Um, it, it's fine. Um, sea of Stars. I mean, as an indie game. Getting nominated for this category is a huge freaking high five. I awesome. would love to see it actually win this category because it's nice when an indie game follows through on what they did. I may not like yeah. the game, but I definitely understand how it's good and why you guys like it mm-hmm. and its influences and its it's pulling from you know obviously it's a it's the spiritual successor to Chrono Trigger in many ways. In some ways, it even pulled in some of the stuff from Mario RPG, which is cool. So if it wins, I'd be happy to see that win. I would happy. I'm always happy to see an indie game rise above the indie category because like right. what the hell is an indie category but we'll get to that um ballers gate 3 though is ballers gate 3 is really fucking amazing it's i good. think it, i mean i, mean, I have i not... honestly think Baldur's gate will take it but Probably. i would not be upset if sea of stars took it yeah 
my only concern <laughs> is if if it doesn't get it then i think Baldur's gate 3 will get game of the year if Baldur's gate 3 is not getting game of the year then i see them get i see it getting best rpg but i don't think you it gets both might if get that it. makes sense yeah i think so which yeah. i think made. so i wish I wish I could gush about Final Fantasy 16. There are so many cool things in 16. The the yeah. fighting and the and the boss fights and the fighting with the uh, the Edelons and all of that crap. The story is really good. It's very in-depth, but it's it's actually they do some good things to allow you to follow it, but it feels like there's section in between each like major story point that is filler and it feels like filler and I get so annoyed because they did the same thing with Final Fantasy VII Remake, where it was like there's this lull in between, you know, story turning events, and they just fill it with like, go and find me seeds, go and find me this, go and find this person that's lost. It's like, no, you did this awesome epic battle with Titan, and it was huge, and it was just amazing. Then I got to go find berry seeds after that, Dude, I'm still coming down from this fight. Don't send me to go do fetch quests, man. Not in an RPG. Just keep the story going. Why do we have to have yeah. all this filler and all this crap in there? It doesn't and it doesn't feel like <clears throat> like when you do fetch quests or you do story stuff and say, I don't know. I don't want to say Sea of Stars because there's not a lot of fetch quests, but there is like go out and find things like the conch shells and shit like that. But that doesn't feel like a fetch quest like I'm trying like cyberpunk. Like if you do something in cyberpunk and you go get a fetch quest, you usually get some cool gear out of it, right? You get some cool armor, right. you get mantis arm blades or something. Yeah, you, you get, get something a cool neat gun or a cool yeah. attachment or whatever, you know, you get in 16. I don't feel like I get anything cool. I just get experience. You get story. Yeah, you get, and, and I mean, but it's not story. even story. It's like not even relevant to like what's going on yeah. at the time. And it just yeah, you get a thanks for the berries. Me. Yeah, basically, it's like, hey, cool. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll, now we can make sunflowers in our spaceship. And you're like, <laughs> why did that fucking have to happen? I, it just upsets me so much because it's so there's so like the, the outer core of this game is so badass. But there's little pieces of it that are just there's too much of it. And it makes me sad because I was hoping this year. I was going to be gushing about 16 and then it killed it. For you, me. you explained why I didn't like seven remake is because of the side quests. The side yeah. quests were boring. I didn't like the fetch. I mean, you got story and some, you get a handful of money and it was really boring to me. Mm -hmm. It feels to me like square is kind of not sure what to do with final fantasy anymore. It's clear. They don't want to do the JRPG anymore and that's fine, but they haven't committed to the whole idea of making it a straight up action game. I think they should just make it an action game. If that's what they want to do, make it, Stand up to Horizon Zero Dawn. Make it an Assassin's yeah. Creed competitor. It's they great. just embrace that at this point. And yeah. it's good. The, the, it's, the battles they, I saw you play were epic. Were awesome, like, it was right? massive. And, and they, yeah. if they lean yeah. into that side of it, and just and and I know the purists are going to be like, "Well, this ain't mine," and they're already arguing about that. It's already happening. If you just lean yeah. into the action RPG side of it, and you just turn it into, like you said, Horizon Zero Dawn or Assassin's Creed or Dark Souls or whatever, and just lean into that and just commit to it, it's going to be good. Do a Devil May Cry yeah. spinoff. The, the action team did the fighting exactly. scenes for Devil May Cry. It's, it's cool. It's fun. But don't add MMO elements of having to go do fetch quest shit just for XP and maybe a few 
items that you might be able to to put into a better weapon or something. I it just doesn't. Yeah. They, I, it's more annoying to me than like, yeah, now I got to go do this if I want to grab that, and it's just gonna sit there and it's that little fucking exclamation point hovers over the character every time I see it, and then I start having my OCD of like, oh, I gotta finish it, I gotta clear it out, and I just I hate it. I feel like I waste 20, 30 minutes doing fetch quests. And then I can get back into the good part of the story. I've done so many fetch quests, I forget what the fuck's going on in the story. Yeah, and I, I, and I, I don't feel like doing the yeah. Game of Thrones thing. So sorry, didn't mean to go on a tangent about that. <clears throat> no, it's it's I, I mean I have not played it. I don't have a PlayStation. I wish it was on PC so I could have given it a go. But I kind of probably I probably would have not have liked it just like you. Like okay. if it's it feels like it's probably the next evolution of the of what the franchise is going to be over what Final Fantasy VII Remake was, and I'm not opposed to that, but it just doesn't seem like it committed, and that's and Yeah, just got to commit. Got to lean into it and yeah. commit to it, because it's it's great. Right. Everything else about it is fantastic. The artwork, the fights, everything else is great, but there's just so, there's too much fluff. Too much fluff yeah. to really, like, make me sell it. It's still a great game. I would advise anybody to give it a try and play it and see what you think, but it's just so much fluff in that fucking game. All right. All right, let's look at the next category. The next two categories, I always have trouble telling them apart. It's best action slash adventure game. Keeping in mind, there's also another category, best action best game. Action. Yeah. That seems... So, so we have best too many action, action adventure, games. Let's separate them out. <laughs> I feel many. like best action adventure is probably going to have Tears of the Kingdom, Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War, maybe okay. Spider-Man... Spider-Man could end up in action. I'm not sure. Let's find out. Oh, <laughs> there it is. Yep, yep, yep. Oh. Read them off. Go ahead. All right, we got Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Resident Evil 4, Spider-Man yeah. 2, and Alan Wake 2. I'm so excited for Alan That's Wake 2. a lot of good 2. games. I am so excited yeah. for Alan Wake 2. I wish I wish I could I have to wait for Christmas to get it because it's on my goddamn Christmas list. But I <laughs> want to dive into this game so bad. I freaking love Alan Wake's story, at least the first one. I did not play American Nightmare because it didn't get a lot of good reviews, but I've played it. This was a game that Rogue sat down and watched me play because of the way it lays out. It plays out like a TV show. Like every chapter in the in the game is is the next episode. And they do this whole thing where it's like on the last episode and it does like a review of what happened. And then <laughs> and then it like bleeds into the next set and it just plays so well. And I've heard nothing, absolutely nothing bad about Alan Wake 2 and how absolutely spectacular this game is. And I'm so hyped yep. for it that I will be very sad if it does not answer any of my expectations. Because I didn't it's know what to expect. That game just came out. It just yeah. came out last week. And yep. it's on the Game Awards. So it's, it's yep. better to be released, that, released I guess, be, a week before than a week after. Because if this was going to be not eligible this year, but next year, it probably wouldn't, it probably wouldn't get any next year. Right. I feel this like. had a lot of anticipation for Alan Wake too. Uh, there, it's Alan Wake's got yeah. a pretty deep cult following, and uh, when they announced it, I was like, "They're finally doing something with it." And I thought it was going to be like, "Meh, you know, whatever." Microsoft Remedy Games, do your thing. Um, and then it turned out to be this f fucking spectacular, like, like I don't even know if my computer can run it. Like spectacular is what they're talking about. <laughs> so, and I don't, I got a pretty decent PC, so I'm a little worried that I'm not going to be able to play it to the level that it yeah. can be played at. <clears throat> 
Yeah, yeah, love, it's going to be interesting to see. Know. I think this is going to be another category where uh, there's a lot of games that's nominated for this category that are, are likely on the, the game of the year category. Mm-hmm. And I feel like whichever one doesn't win the game of the year will likely scoop up this category. Yeah. Um, I mean, when I think action adventure, I think the definition of action adventure is probably Zelda. Um, but Spider-Man 2, I've heard a lot of great I stuff I think Spider-Man too. 2 is very, it would have a similar vein on Zelda because it is open yeah. world. It's explorative. It's action packed. You've played the first ones or whatever. I, I yeah, think yeah. I think the new Marvel Spider-Man for PS4 and PS5 came out. I'm playing Miles Morales right now is is epic. And they've added my favorite anti-hero slash villain into Spider-Man 2 finally. So I am, and you know, get you guys know me, I'm a huge Spider-Man nerd. So very, as you can see, Venom behind me right there and, and Carnage. Um, I'm very, get your bingo cards out. Pointing at those ass. Um, I'm very excited to play this because I I love the way that they've designed the Spider-Man game and and give you the freedom to just go around and do all the collection things, the Assassin Creed thing, you know, where you collect all the shit. Yeah. Get get all the stuff. Um, I'm interested to see because it's supposed to be two or better than one kind of deal, and how they're gonna flip-flop between Miles Morales and and Peter Parker, um, Spider-Man right. in this in this version. I'm I'm interested to see how that plays out. Yeah, I I really want to play that one. Um, but my guess for what's going to take it, and you keep saying like if it doesn't get game of the year, it'll get this category. It can get both categories. It's not unlikely, right? So, so, so the reason the reason I say is, that though, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just uh, the reason I say that though is because so the the winners are determined by ninety percent of this is um games media outlets voting on it, and they get a they get a cue card and they go through their list and they pick the winners. And I just feel like a lot of games media people are like, well, this is the game of the year, but this one is also really good. So at the very least, I'm going to give it, you know, best RPG or best action adventure. That's my thinking. I could be totally wrong. Maybe maybe they'll have a game that sweeps a bunch of categories, but I feel like this particular category is one of the big ones. And I don't I don't think they would do a double double win. But yeah, can you imagine I, if I Alan Wake is on both because... action adventure and action and wins both of them you'd be like fuck you man well, Can't be. No, it, Can't it be. falls into one subcategory but they they all have the right. potential to be game of the year so funny like i said breath of the wild won best action adventure and game of the year in 2017 hmm. i think tears of the kingdom is likely to do that this year because one it gave people the most time to get to know it first off hmm. and yeah. it had probably the biggest and most broad appeal and in an install base um jedi survivor you said it was good but i mean i wanted to try it and i didn't right spider-man 2 is currently limited to just the ps5 so an even smaller install base alan wake 2 just came out a week ago yeah and it's on epic (laughs) yeah and resident evil 4 is a remake i don't expect a remake from 20 years ago to take it it's good though it's a good remake i'm sure it's good but i don't expect but i agree with you no, I yeah. absolutely agree with you. It, it's going to be the the redheaded stepchild in this in this category, unfortunately, which which is a shame because it's a, it's a good remake. But we still argue about well, I argue about like remakes being allowed to ha- to win awards after they've I'm, been out. I don't have any qualms with that. Like I I am completely happy with the nominations in this selection. Mm-hmm. I just think they don't stand a chance to Tears of the Kingdom as it is. That's fair. Like when we look at the definition of the category, best action adventure game combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving, to me that that screams Tears of the Kingdom. I mean that right. that yeah. game is literally combat, exploration and puzzles. It's not it's not narrative, it's not story. It's, it's uh, just those three things. I mean, Spider-Man has combat, 
puzzles and traversal. It does. It does yeah. have puzzles that does you it have do. Puzzles? Resident Evil 4 okay. combat traversal with puzzles. I mean, yes, so. You know, I I don't know. I I could see that. I could see that and and I I would probably agree with you that it it would probably win this category cuz it has the strongest resume of all of those things put together compared to these other ones. So, I am not the biggest Tears of the Kingdom slash um the Breath of the Wild fan. There are things about it I don't care for, but it, I, I'm not going to not give it the credit that it's due. It is quite popular. So, <clears throat> all right, all right. Next moving up, on to best, best action, action. <laughs> and none Any of the last games were in this one. So, I well, had no predictions. Okay. I had no predictions for this category, and I guess I should have uh, had at least one. I'm pumped ones in here that I'm excited to vote for. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm I'm guessing game. that's Armored Core 6. You got it. Got it, you got it baby. Right. Dead Island 2 is in here, which I haven't heard squat about. I haven't heard anything positive <laughs> about it. I heard it came out pretty janky. Oh, okay. So read. let's read them off. Okay, here, I'll read this one. Armored Core okay. 6, Fires of Rubicon, Dead Island 2, Ghost Runner 2, no idea, Hi-Fi Rush, I've heard a lot about, and Remnant 2. Ghost Runner is like cool. Souls-like? Yeah, Remnant um, Two is like is it? it's okay. it's like a Souls like type type game. Ghost Runner Two is pretty cool. Ghost Runner. I know well, people I did, were pretty hyped for Ghost Runner Two because Ghost yeah. Runner did really well, if I remember. Ghost correctly. Runner was good. It it's it's good and it's it's kind of more of the same thing. It's a lot of like timing your jumps and action based like getting around. It's it's a great action game and, and I'm not surprised to see it in here. Uh, Armor Core like, is fucking badass. I love that goddamn game. Yeah. That's getting my vote 100. percent To <clears> me, Ghost Runner Two looks kind of like. Uh, Oh, what was that? Mirror, Mirror's, Mirror's Edge. Edge. Mirror's Edge. Yeah. It looks like yep. Mirror's like Edge parkour. if it were combat instead of parkour focused. Yep, yep. I can see that. Interesting. That's, that's a very okay. good uh, depiction of that. I liked Dead Island um, One. I've... I thought it was pretty cheesy, but those are the only ones. The only the only four that I know about are those ones. I, I'm not familiar with Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi, Hi-Fi Rush, Rush is it's not I an indie studio. Play. Yeah. Like anybody who's interested, like is not sure about Hi-Fi Rush, go watch the trailer or go watch some gameplay. It's Bethesda it's like too. it's it's like Jet Jetgame Radio Radio with a really strong story and and like it's just cinematic. The whole game is cinematic, and the art style. This is a game that like really embraces the style and just goes with it. Um, it's really great. I I have not played a lot of it, but I want I want to go back to it. I hope there's a sequel and I hope it gets some kind of recognition. I feel like if it's not an indie game, then this is the category that it's probably going to be best in. Um, it's Bethesda owned, but it's not. It's not a. It's like a separate subsidiary studio. Yeah, soft, but they're not. They're not. They're not small though, and they're not big. They're kind of like a mid-sized studio, I, right. I think. So, no, give me. Well, yeah, this one yeah. we had. I think we heard good things from Juby in the Discord, but I also think they were the only one that actually played it in the Discord. If anybody else so. did, I don't think they said anything. But yeah, I I know he's a huge fan of Jet Set Radio. I'm a huge fan of Jet Set Radio. I'm disappointed Same. I forgot about this game. I need to play it. I love yeah. Jet Set Radio. I love Jet Set Radio Future. I want to play this. <laughs> yeah. And then Armored Core, I I've watched you play Chard. It looks so really sick. dope for for people into that so kind long. of game. It's also not short. It's a long game. It's if you want your game. money's worth, you get it. Like surprisingly, mm-hmm. it's like a sixty hour game if you want it to be. Mm-hmm. so that's a pretty good one and i feel like again i don't think it's strong enough to win other categories so i think yeah. it lives in this category and i could see i could see it winning this one it's a big action title and and everything like the fights and everything are really nicely compacted like 
there, there's a lot of gameplay and there's a lot of story into it, but it doesn't feel like you're taking too long on each level. You know what I mean? Like it feels like right. it's, it's the right amount. The boss fights are hard. Um, I'm, I've already hit a wall and, and haven't been able to play it since, but I still love playing it. And even when you get to a boss, when you complete it, you feel accomplished and you're like, okay, I can put it down and go do something else for a little while and then yeah. come back and play it again. But it's not like, it's not so ragey that it's, you know, your your standard FromSoft game, but it is definitely got that, that hockey stick difficulty spike. <clears throat> okay. And Remnant right. 2, I don't so, even know anything about Remnant 1. Like, <laughs> I don't know what Remnant I, is. I, I've heard good things about the sequel, but I I mean, it's a Souls-like game. I mean, my my attention span for those games is very limited. I do like Elder Ring, but Liza P, Remnant, I, I just, I can't. I just I'd probably, into it. it's probably something that I should, I should give a shot and, and try. I, I've heard nothing. Yeah, I could see you liking for it. that that yeah. kind of style. So, <clears throat> all right, let's keep going. Uh, best VR AR game. I don't have any predictions for this one. I just actually charged my Oculus Quest two nice. this week, but there's nothing new really that I can play on it because they got a new one coming out. So the only thing I really play on it is Beat Saber, and there's a Les Mills Combat Boxing. It's like a VR fitness game. That's why I installed mm. it again. But I mean, there's never anything new and exciting in VR. I feel like that's been around for the last couple of years. I feel like I really had high hopes for VR taking off. I love the concept of VR. I've been a fan of it from from Oculus from the beginning. I have a fucking dev kit. <laughs> like, I love the thing. But I feel like it never it's never taken off. And really, all it is is a glorified exercise device. And I feel that's disappointing. So I have no I have no ideas what's in this category. A lot it's of these games are ones. proprietary, though. Like, a lot of these games are proprietary. So, like, PlayStation VR, you can't play it on your Steam, your Steam, oh, your Valve Index or okay. anything like that. Yeah. Like, I've, my VR set is fucking amazing. And these games, like, two of these games would be so dope on them. But they are PlayStation-owned and will not yeah. ever probably make it to my system. Okay. Maybe one of so, them. Maybe one of them, but the other one. Well, if you want to read these off then, so people from listening can sure. hear. Sure. We got Gran Turismo 7. Fucking what? Is, <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I had my head. I would my play head that. Sideways, like, what? What is. Okay. Horizon <laughs> Call of the Mountain. Yeah, it's like Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, yeah, VR. that Horizon Offshoot VR game mm. that they did. Okay. Um, Humanity. I yeah. have no idea. Based on the image, it looks like a sort of sim like a pikmin like kind of thing i don't know it looks like lemmings, maybe yeah. yeah yeah maybe lemmings that would make sense resident evil village vr mode god that'd be so cool to play i want to play that would resident be fun evil to play so bad in vr but it's it's proprietary it's it's only set up even with the games being released on steam you can only do the vr stuff with a ps <sighs> vr kit and i'm like god fuck you playstation super disappointing because these would be awesome yeah because seven has game, a VR mode and you can't play the it outside last, of the PS one. Yeah. The last game is Synapse. Yeah, yeah. I don't know much about it. I don't know. What it's that is. funny that PS VR two, which from our reviews, everybody says it's not bad. It's definitely better than the first round of it. But it's still it's still not as good as the PC VR headsets. But mm-hmm. Sony has the one thing that PC doesn't, and that's the freaking software. And it, time and time again inferior hardware fine but if you have superior software you're gonna win so like software is king so yeah yeah it's a shame i don't even know i don't even know resident evil 8 in vr would be fucking terrifying i would love to play that though 
Yeah, it looks like Synapse is a PSVR2 game. Oh my gosh. Not, okay. yeah, not available for anything outside of the PS1. Not the most exciting yeah. category this year. Yeah. Yeah. That's a okay. fucking shame because this looks cool. Uh, Half Life Alex is still the best VR game I've played. It's it's hard. And to that play. was two years ago now, I think. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, it's been a while. Dead. Yeah. Walking Dead's really good too. That's a good VR okay. game too. All right. I mean, I'll I'll rave about Les Mills body combat boxing. If you like having two guys in leotards and Australian accents yell at you to get get fit, I mean, it's really it's really fun. I let's, really like that game. Let's fucking go. That's All good. Right. Uh, best let's, mobile game. Let's make short work of this category, please. Yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy right. VII Ever Crisis. How many sure. Final Fantasy VII's are there? They're just fucking the whole bleeding. They're bleeding rock out of that fucking stone, dude. It's so annoying. Keep going. Hello Kitty Island Adventure. <laughs> Fantastic. Hon- Honkai Star Rail, which I expected. Uh, yeah. You know, the new yeah. MiHoYo game. So I expected that. Yeah. Monster Hunter yeah. Now. Yeah, yeah. It's not, crap. not not Monster Hunter later. Monster Hunter <laughs> immediate. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk <laughs> about it after. What's the last one? Terra Nil. Terra Nil. Like so here's the thing with Monster Hunter now that came out movie. last month and it's from the Pokemon Go people. So oh, it's wow. an it's supposed to be like an AR type thing like Pokemon yeah, Go, but it's Monster Hunter. Yeah. Uh, no, whatever, Niantic. But it's it's not fun. Like I, I thought, okay, I'm walking my kids to school every day. I'll I'll fight some monsters, it'll be fun. It's just boring. There's more excitement in catching random Pokemon for the 50th time than there is slaying the same lizard thing 50 fucking times. It's just boring. Like even the in the, the the actual fights where you're fighting a larger monster, it's just there's very little action to the game. I know, I didn't know what to expect with it, but it takes up too much space on my phone, and it's just not worth the attention span. And I, I uninstalled it. Like I I don't play many mobile games these days. I heard about Hokai Star Rail as well because that's the 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 Genshin Impact people, right? I think so. Yeah, so I I, I get it. This is what, like the third or fourth Honkai, I think. Um, yeah, I think so. And this one is actually a JRPG instead of running around and being an action RPG the way. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What it, whatever it's called no, was. I can't remember. November. The name. But it still right. has yeah, the Genshin. gacha system, right? Yeah. yeah. Like random it characters still has you pull. The gacha system. My artist, yeah, November, fucking loves Star Rail. He loves this game. So he's easy. I have fan. come close to installing it a few times, <laughs> but I'm always like, I don't want a game on my phone. The same. I, I'm done yeah, with that anymore. Same. I don't want yeah. a game on. I'll pick I up my Steam, Steam Deck. Deck. I'll pick up my Switch. Yeah. I... <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's the same. All right. Let's move it on then. Best debut indie game. That's a new category. I think. No. So that's it's nice to not. see. It's not a it's new not? category. No. Okay. It goes back a number of years. Last year it was Stray. Won it. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Well, let me pull. Uh, do you have any predictions so, or you want me to pull it up? I don't have any predictions because it's a tough one to figure since it's what debut indie game is. And when I looked at it, I was like, what does that mean? So it's literally the first indie game released by an indie studio. Right. Mm, so, okay. okay. So we're, we're judging the studio with their first and, release of the game, essentially. Yeah, kind of. And I didn't okay. see anything on last year's that I was like, oh, yeah. Like, even Stray. I tried Stray, and I was... It was okay. My buddy yeah. thought it was great. Yeah. I was kind of out after about an hour and a half. 
I'm like, yeah, you're a cat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Jake and I were really heavily you're... judging Stray <laughs> last year. We were There's a really meow heavily judging. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's that's all there is to it. That's the big feature. Yeah, it's your fucking cat. All right, so we got uh, so debut indie. We got Cocoon, we got Dredge, Pizza Tower, Venba, and Viewfinder. Viewfinder is the only one in this list. Well, I've heard of Pizza Tower, and that's fine. But know, Viewfinder Dredge. is the one that's um, it's a puzzle game. But you can if there's like a there's a you have to watch a video to better explain it. But like you can you can use your 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 camera. I think it is to kind of move the environment around dynamically so you're taking 2d photos but altering a 3d world it's a very trippy interesting game i i haven't really played i haven't played it i would like to it's neat but i don't i don't know i don't have any stake in any of these games so dredge uh dredge is one i really want to try it's it's a My really brother cool swears by dredge yeah. it's and a cool concept okay. he told me he played through it and got the boring ending <laughs> yeah so it's it's a fishing game in a world with Cthulhu, it's a Cthulhu fishing game. It's so oh, I have heard of this one. And like, yeah. if you catch the really weird yeah. fish and eat them and all sorts of stuff, like you start going crazy and you can get the crazy ending. And yeah. he just got the average ending where nothing really happens. <laughs> so, <laughs> but he loved the game. He cracked out on it for like 30, 40 hours. He said it. Yeah, I know. Oh wow! I was like three phone calls a in a row, and we only talk every two, three weeks. Where he would go on about Dredge for like ten minutes. So, yeah. Dredge okay. is supposed to be really good. Pizza Tower is this weird, bizarre, frantic platformer, two mm-hmm. D platformer. It looks silly. It looks weird. It looks interesting, but not interesting enough for me to want to play it. <laughs> yeah, I watched uh, Shroomy play a little bit of it. It, it seemed pretty funny. <clears throat> All right, like that's the kind of game where okay. if my buddy picked it up and. I could borrow it. I'd be like, yeah, I'll borrow it. But yeah, 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 yeah. Modern day is yeah. not really a yeah. thing. So, right. And okay. I know nothing of Cthulhu. best, best indie game. So there's some drama around this category and what Save constitutes Star. an Save indie Star. game. So <laughs> let me pull, let me pull it up. See stars. Yeah. See okay. stars. Yeah. So cocoon, Dave, the diver dredge, Sea of Stars and Viewfinder. Yeah. So a lot of overlap with the last category. The controversy is over Dave the Diver. Um, it's not an indie studio. It's a studio that's an offshoot of another larger studio that's got millions of dollars in funding or something like that. And the, the interview with the developer, they flat out said, no, we're not an indie studio. We're just a smaller studio, but we have support of a larger studio. It's just we're not an indie title. We're just making games in a, a retro style, but it right. doesn't mean we're indie. Right. So people are wondering if this kind of fell through the cracks because technically, if you want to talk indie studio, Larian Studios that did Baldur's Gate 3, they're an indie studio. They're independently owned, right? I mean, they only made they're only alive because of crowdfunding, divinity, right? Right. right. They they got they got they bought the license from Wizards to make Baldur's Gate 3, but they're very much their own studio. They are very much an independent studio. They're not on this list, for example. I wouldn't want them though. For me, indie was kind of like small team, low budget, skin of their teeth, no support from a satellite uh, office helping them out. That's to me is indie, right? People who right. want to do things completely on their own. So I guess Dave the Diver doesn't really fit that bill. Um, sea of Stars, that's definitely an indie game to me. I mean, they're in Quebec, they're a small studio, they're just very successful. <laughs> so 
but I don't yeah. know. So Dave the Diver, Mint Rocket is the company that made Dave the Diver, and they're owned by yeah. Nexon, which, right. I mean, that's what? Maple Story, Mabinogi. Uh, I know there's other stuff they did. I can't think of it right now, but yeah, they're pretty hefty publisher as far as I'm aware. They publish MMOs, I think, too, right? They're like they're yeah. not ten cent big, but they're they're pretty big when it comes to that kind of space. Mobile uh, MMOs, I believe, yeah, they're they're not they're not small, right? And like they even admit they're not an indie developer. So, I mean, that's interesting. I don't know. See, sea of stars, stars. is going to win it. Sea of stars, it has to. Yeah, I mean, Sea of Stars sold two hundred fifty thousand copies in its first week. Yep. On top of all the, you know, the Oh, Back, Game Pass. Backing yeah. that they did. And yeah. Game Pass. So, yeah. like, it's got to get it. It's just huge. Yeah, I uh, I want to play Viewfinder. I want to play Dredge now. But Sea of Stars, I mean, there's there's no denying that one's huge. That's a good one. All right. Time-wise, okay, let's go through these here. We got... Yeah, we got a few yeah. that we can burn through. Best community, community support. support. Yeah. I'm so that's <laughs> I okay. Re- transparency, responsiveness, inclusive of social media activity, and game updates and patching, fixing their shit. This is the Starfield category in two years. Yep. Um, I'll, let me read yeah. this one off real quick. Baldur's Gate three because they've done a few patches very quickly. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, Destiny two, Final Fantasy sixteen, or is that fifty? Or is that 14? that's fourteen? That's fourteen. That. That's 14. Never mind. That's MMO. And No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky is on this list, I think, every freaking year because they do constant <laughs> patching. Um, Cyberpunk has got to be it, right? Yeah. The I Phantom think, Liberty yeah, I and the 2.0 the update. Oh, yeah. That's a total total game changer. Literal game changer. Yeah. yeah. Cyberpunk it's was this one. Brand new experience, hands down. And yep. honestly, so. they, they have been pretty forthright with uh, the information regarding updates and all that before they come out. So... Yeah. Well, the initial release was rocky. They've they've gotten better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. They they've definitely turned things around. That's a redemption. Like we should do a redemption arc episode because there's this, there's <laughs> no, there's Hello Games with No Man's Sky. Like there's a few studios that have kind of redeemed themselves. But yeah. So I mean, I don't have any comments on these ones. Honestly, I mean, this should suspects. this should be called the redemption category because Destiny 2, <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077, Final Fantasy 14 and No Man's Sky. I don't think Baldur's Gate belongs in that category, but the, at least Same. four of these games required some major fucking refacing and rework to make them what yeah. they are now. So we're, we'll just call well, this Destiny the redemption is, category. <clears throat> Destiny 2 is interesting because it feels like the, the community around that game, they hate one expansion, they love the next. It goes back and forth. But Bungie just had a bunch of layoffs. So yeah. and like the the current expansion I heard didn't sell well. So there's questions about where Destiny Two is even going to be a year from now. Right. So I don't know. Yeah, I've seen that. All right. Um, I didn't say it was going to win. Best I community, just, you know, said it was. <laughs> I, I understand why it's there. Right. All right. So that's best community support. Now going to best ongoing game. I have to read the definition of this one because I don't freaking know. I'll read it. Uh, awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. So that's like, that's like the last category, really. Sort of. It's like a very specific aspect of the last category. Right. Yeah. 
So it's it's more about game updates than it is about you know community support and transparency and all that. It shocks me that Cyberpunk is on here because this seems to me like a very MMO slash. Yeah, I mean the rest of the list. You got Apex Legends, Final Mm -hmm. Fantasy fourteen again, Fortnite, Genshin Impact, and Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Like one of these is not like the others. It's like we're yeah, trying to and their games Cyberpunk are always game. releasing new updates, new right. content. Whereas Cyberpunk had one update in three years, <laughs> right. <laughs> right? And and from so. what we're being told, we'll not have any more beyond this. Yeah. So it's not yeah. like this is going to keep going. Like these other four games will undoubtedly keep going. Yeah. So, yeah. I have no horse in this race. I have no idea who's going to win. I'll give it to fourteen. <laughs> I, I would say. Final Fantasy fourteen probably because I think this I think Endwalker expansion was within the time period if I'm not wrong and, and people love that expansion. Mm-hmm. Well, they're getting a new one that's coming out here real soon too. So no, it's one of those games. <clears throat> games for Impact. Um, these are the artsy games, uh, usually with a strong message. Yeah, uh, for I'll a read them off. Provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. Yeah, you want to read them off? Uh, sure. A space for the unbound. Chance of Senar, Goodbye Volcano High, Chia, <laughs> Terra Nil, and Venba. Yeah. I know nothing um, about any of these. I have not played any of these. The only game I heard of was Chance of Senar, or Chance of Senar, which I think I put in Discord. Somebody told me it was like the Dark Souls of Duolingo. Oh, it yeah. involves <laughs> learning a language. I think I explained it because, like, I know Wolf. I recommend it for you because you loved Tunic's language, and I mean, you were yeah. translating the damn runes in Tunic. Mm-hmm. This is that kind of game mm-hmm. in terms of yeah. like the, the language aspect of it. This is something I but could yeah, maybe I, get into. Um, I know Goodbye Volcano High. I'm pretty sure that's a, uh, uh, oh my god, a visual novel game. I don't know much about it. It doesn't look like my cup of tea, but it looks interesting. Um. I know Venba, we mentioned it earlier. Venba is kind of like a cooking mama style game, but I think it's about Indian cuisine and getting the kid involved with cooking with his parents. Okay. So that's the sort of idea with that one, which I thought was a neat take on it. <clears throat> yeah, these this category is they're the games I would like to try, but they're sometimes they get a little bit too deep. For me, like a couple of years ago, the winner was this category was a dragon called Cancer, which is about a game. I use yeah, that term it loosely. sounds amazing, but it sounds like I would cry my eyes out, you know? Yeah, right. it's about parents who lose a kid to cancer. I don't mm-hmm. want to play that as a game in my free time. Like, I mean, it sounds it sounds like a Schindler's List type of thing. I, Schindler's List imagine? is a fantastic, epic movie, but I don't want to play the I don't want to play Schindler's List, the game <laughs> like. Well, I don't want to shit on him like that. Like, I remember following the development of a dragon called Cancer. I was reading about yeah. it before it came out. And I thought it was a really cool concept, but something too sad for me want to want to play, especially now yeah. that I have a kid. Like, I, yeah, I, I don't like, want to. I don't have kids. I don't even want to imagine that. that. No, that would be no. heartbreaking. Oof. I don't know. I mean, like, I get it. Do you speed run that game? Would you feel bad if you sped the, speed run that kind of game? That's the speed run. We're just skipping the content. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> but no, I, I I'm not shitting on it. Like these are great games. I'm glad they're there. Right. I, I just I just can't. They're not for me. Like I I, I don't want to cry when I'm playing video games. I, I don't mind the emotional impact of games, but these heavy topics I can't right now. <laughs> 
it's especially you know, I'll cry if I'm scared to death. I'll do that. Yeah. But I don't I don't need that. I don't need those kind of tears. Like actual sadness tears. I'll Fear cry tears when I'm dead. Fine. Impact <laughs> games. <laughs> today on. All right. Today on. The next category right. is I, I want to talk about this one. It's called innovation and accessibility. Now, to me, I would think just seeing the title, like these are games that got really creative with how they opened up accessibility for uh, an audience of gamers who could not normally play the game under normal circumstances, yeah. right? But then I see the list of games and I'm kind of like, are these just like, what? Yeah. we watered Read the them off. down yeah. to make them easier yeah. for people to play? Because the first one Read is Diablo off. 4. Then we've got <laughs> Forza Motorsport. <laughs> Hi-Fi Rush, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Mortal Kombat 1, and Street Fighter 6. So I'm inclined to think that some of these might be what I would think of, and some of them might literally be, I oh, would just made it easier for everybody. Right. <laughs> so I know a little bit about the accessibility stuff in this game, because I'm interested in that kind of stuff too. Diablo 4, I have no freaking clue. I mean, there's multiple difficulties, but you have to unlock them, I guess. <laughs> I wonder Forza, if it's, though, the Forza's always... it's the episodic mm -hmm. thing, maybe. Maybe like the wipe or whatever. Maybe, but maybe. I mean, oh, because you can always you could always hop in to play a new season of Diablo 4. <laughs> yeah, like right? Maybe that's the accessibility that's... there. Because anybody can jump oh, in at be. any time. That's the only thing I yeah. like legit, that's the only thing I can think of of that being on the list. It's accessible in that I only had to play through the, the campaign and then I've got bored and I quit. It's, it's accessible and it freed my time. Thanks, Diablo 4. <laughs> um Forza Motorsport, I don't know the new ones, but the old, historically, Forza's always had some great um, difficulty tuning, whether you want the drive line or not, and, mm -hmm. and, and to make it easy mm -hmm. to play. That's why I like the 360 version so much, was because of that. Uh, High Fry Rush, I'm not sure. Street Fighter Six is the one I can talk about the most. So Street Fighter, everybody knows Street Fighter from the arcades. Six-button layout, you have three punches, three kicks. It is a bit much. Most modern fighting games usually have four or less buttons, typically four. Um, in Street Fighter VI, when they released it, they made a big a deal about um, bringing a new control style. They call it the modern controls, and it's a four-button layout for Street Fighter VI. The trade-off is you can do supers with a button push, think Smash Brothers style, okay. and there's auto combos with it. The trade-off is it's 20% less damage, and you don't have access to every single move in the full move set. Um, oh. From Utah, talk to the average fighting game fan it's nice it's great that it's there it's a way to get into a game like street fighter 6 and not be overwhelmed because the hardest part of these games is doing the dragon punch motions and just learning all the different moves because in street fighter 6 especially every single attack your light punch medium punch heavy punch etc everything has its use in place everything has a use in a combo a special hitbox it's a lot to take in Modern controls with the auto combos and the easy special moves makes that a lot easier to get into and it hooks people. I think that's great. I don't know if I would call it accessibility. It's definitely friendly to newcomers, but I don't think it's necessarily an accessibility thing. But I don't I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't know enough about the other the other games that help with the accessibility thing. Like, yeah. I don't try to think of where it would be in Spider-Man. I'm trying to think of where it would be in Spider-Man, but Spider-Man All I can think is they probably expanded the spider senses to be a little bit more readable and give you a little more time. To maybe. Play them. Okay. Maybe and then, the combat's a little you know, bit easier. I do know. I do know there's mechanics that made the, uh, make the web swinging 
easier or more difficult if you want. Like you can turn off the uh, the auto okay. swing so that you can actually overswing too much and slingshot back down and you know break Spidey's back on a corner of a building and die. Like yeah, actually, I think yeah. there is fall damage in two where there wasn't before, and I don't know if it's an addition like you can turn it on or hmm. off because I've fallen from very high heights in 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 the other two. <laughs> oh yeah, he, I do the like superhero cat, drop you know? right exactly. So, but I did see that there was like, you can get fall damage. I think you could turn it on and off. So that's probably one of the things that they added to it. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm curious why Alan Wake is not here because can, Remedy did control. And if, if you're playing control now, you guys, you probably, you, if you look at the options menu, I'd like that game because there's a lot of customization of difficulty from damage you take to what you deal to all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it let me tone down the combat encounters to be easy because I didn't like that game for the combat. I liked it for the story and the and the the background lore and shit. So I'm and that what to me was like the, the peak of accessibility when it came to difficulty tweaks, like more so than Tunic even. So I thought maybe they would do that in Alan Wake Two. I wonder if they did, or if Alan Wake Two is even that kind of game. Um, it's kind of interesting that they're not there because Control was great for this kind of category. You know, Alan Wake plays a lot like we discussed it on MP a lot like Silent Hill. Um, so I'm not sure okay. how how they could make it a more accessible game when it's pretty straightforward. But you're playing as two different characters in in this version with two different things that correspond with one another. Uh, right. Other than just watching some video and reading some things about it, I don't know enough to really like stand behind any kind of this is what they did. I'm for sure that's what it's about kind of thing. Um, I'm sure there's a difficulty adjustment slider like there was in the original. And that's that's pretty much where my limitation on that is. Okay. All right. Uh, next category is best performance, I guess, voice acting. <laughs> yeah, I was when I first saw it, I was like, well, not Baldur's Gate 3, but... <laughs> <laughs> what? You don't like the performance no, in Baldur's no, Gate 3? No, I was talking about how well it ran. Oh, oh. my brain rent when I read oh. it. So I had to get that out there before we. And the winner is City Skylines Two so, in Starfield. Yeah. How did Star Wars Jedi Survivor make this list? It's still got a mixed bag on how performance ran. No, but like, right. for the actors, okay, it makes sense. Like, right? Any one of yeah. these could so, take it. Honestly, it's give me Idris Elba. Voice acting is so we got um, Ben Starr. So good these days. Yeah, Ben Starr from Final Fantasy 16. He is Clive. He Clive. I think, yeah, I think he's he the main character. Main character. Yeah. Uh, Cameron Monaghan is is the main guy from Star Wars uh, from yeah. the Jedi in the game. He uh, he's great. He was great in Gotham too. Yeah. Idris Elba in Cyberpunk and uh, Melania LeBird from Alan Wake Two. Yeah, she plays Neil the, Newborn. She Nibon plays the uh, detective, the new the new character that's added to uh, Alan. Wake okay, II. so the, not Alan Wake, but the alternate other character. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Neil Newbon, I think, is a Sterion. I would believe that, yeah. I mean, his yeah, performance is fine, but not the one I would have picked to be yeah, the nominee in this category, though. Yeah. Give me the know. fucking then... narrator. That's who I want to win. Yeah. Her narrator. Yeah, 100%. Fantastic. She's great. Yeah. Do you know, then... she she did like up to 15 different variations of narration, depending on what path and, and what yeah. you take. Like, oh, there wild. is so much of her yeah. dialogue in this game. There's a lot. It's She's great. the unsung hero of the damn game. I love the yeah. narrator in that game. Um, and the last one is Yuri Lowenthal from Marvel Spider-Man 2. Yeah. He's, he's a very well-known voice actor. Mm-hmm. Peter Parker, yeah. yeah. Um, Any, I, I hope honestly, Idris doesn't most win. Most any of them can take it. <laughs> I want Idris yeah. to win. 
I love that guy. Yeah, I would rather see the the people who are more prevalent in the gaming industry and the voice yeah. the game voice acting space to take it. Like if Idris Elba gets it, it feels like he kind of cheated everybody else. Yeah, like Christopher Judge, I think won last year. I think for uh, for Kratos, um, yeah. Kratos, yeah, yeah, Kratos, and he was fine because he's not. I mean, he's an actor, actor, but he really. I don't know. It's tough because he really gave it his all in God of War, and he, I think he deserved it. Mm-hmm. Idris Elba does not phone it in for Phantom Liberty. He is good in Phantom Liberty. He is doing the best Idris you can possibly be, and he and that's into my it. argument because he's not Megan Fox, yeah. you know, like where they're just we're just <laughs> using her because she's yeah. in the fucking game. He he does just as good playing fucking Knuckles the Enchidna, or. <laughs> You know, the character that he plays in, in Phantom yeah. Liberty as he would playing literally anything else anywhere else. So I, I know it's one yeah. of those things where it's like the guy is everywhere. He's a famous actor. We know who he is. Not very many people know who Ben Starr is or Neil Neuron or any of these fucking people. I get that because that's this is their their breadbasket. But it shouldn't he shouldn't be penalized because he is more well known than everybody yeah. else so you know so what i just tell the other voice actors on here fucking get good okay get Ugh. get good get to no that level. <laughs> i i think i would want cameron monahan from star wars jedi survivor only because that is a character in a game that i wish they would just pluck and put him into a movie they they completely capture <laughs> his face in the game anyway he's yeah. great in it He's and that world and story around him would make an excellent fucking Star Wars movie. I don't care about Poe and Finn and Ray at all. I'm I'm done with the Emperor. Just give me give me Cameron Mohan as a Jedi. That's all I want. So, <laughs> but I'm I would like to see an actual voice actor, games voice actor, take it just because their industry is not large. Get good, and they lose jobs to stars, and I don't like it. So get good, but get better. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> You're gonna get us canceled, Jared. <laughs> Get on Elba's level. Let's talk. <laughs> All right. We got six more. I think I do think we need to do a little rapid fire here because it's coming up All right. on two hours. Best again. audio design. So best audio design. You got Alan Wake 2, Dead Space, Hi-Fi yes. Rush, Marvel Spider-Man 2, and Dead Resident Space. Evil 4. Dead Space. Dead Space. Dead Space. Dead Space's sound environment is so fucking scary in the new version of it that it brings it to a whole nother fucking level. It's the same thing with Alien yeah. Isolation. I would oh, if I nice. I would argue yeah. I would argue Alan Wake too, but I haven't played it, so I can't say it. And I fucking love Dead Space more than most horror games out there. I'm Dead Space one hundred percent. Yeah, game is right. nothing without its sound design. Yeah, uh, it's a it's the horror it's the horror category. Yeah. I think honestly, just because that's where the sound design lives. So yeah. All right, best score in music. Is a tough one. You got Alan Wake 2, Ballers Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, Hi Fi Rush, and Tears of the Kingdom. I'm just going to say Tears of the Kingdom shouldn't win this. I love yeah, Tears it, of the Kingdom. It's the same but as the Breath music of the sucks. Wild, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's fact, just there. Like, I feel like the music was not even quite as good as Breath of the Wild in Tears of the Kingdom. I'd say it's just 16. forgettable. I'd say right? 16 in Baldur's Gate. I wish I heard. I want to hear Alan Wake's. I bet it's really fucking good. Yeah. But 
I, I mean, I, Hi-Fi Rush, I gotta. I feel like I gotta listen to the soundtrack to Hi-Fi Rush because right. it's if it's like Jet Set Radio, it might have a fucking badass soundtrack, and I right. have no idea. I'm really so, bummed yeah. that um, Sea of Stars didn't get on here because that soundtrack is is a fucking kicker. Was interesting, yeah. Yeah, Balls Gate Three, I think, was great because the int- just the intro song to Balls Gate Three was so fucking epic. <laughs> but the combat music is great. There's the just like the the I don't even want to sing it, but they're the now 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 song. There's variations of that song in game depending on the mood, and it just it's really well real well done. So it's sixteen tough you, category. All those composers for Square are I mean they're not they're no new new oboe, but they're they're still fucking good, and and everything yeah. is as epic and swelling, and it and it's just. It's it's a good one. I, I I'd lean on sixteen yeah. for this one personally because it's it's. Yeah. Got I mean, Yoshi P is not going to have bad sound in in a Final no. Fantasy game. He touches. Yeah. There's no way. No, absolutely not. Yeah. All, All right. right. Best art direction. <laughs> so. We're going to see one game on here quite a bit leading towards the end. It's, it's yeah. Out. I think so. It's we got Alan Wake two. Yeah. Hi Fi Rush. Yep. Lies of P. Super Mario Brothers Wonder, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I gotta say. I'm going to go with Lies of P on here because the concept of taking Pinocchio's story and turning it into a Soulsborne type game is really <laughs> cool aspect. And and it's, That's it's fair. Just, yeah, I, I yeah. think it's a really cool spin on the story and, and making everything like like steampunk and mechanical and, and all the stuff I've watched Eleanor play this game for freaking hours because he's he's obsessed with it uh, again i would totally probably lean on alan wake 2 had i had seen more or played it myself but from playing lies of p and and seeing it I, i'd have to give it to them for best art direction because it's a really interesting aspect to take that story and turn it into what they turned it into i could get behind that yeah. I was going to say maybe mario wonder because this is the first time nintendo has actually been like you know what we're just going when you ingest certain plants, the world gets weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's an LC We're trip. just going to lean on the acid trip aspect of this entire goddamn game. Like he's been eating mushrooms the... for thirty years, and it's finally forty <laughs> it's years. Got up to finally it. doing something. <laughs> but more than that, too, is like like we said in the episode we devoted this game is is that the last ten years of two D Mario has been very boring visually. Yeah. yeah, they actually took some risks with this one. They actually put time into the animations, and it it looks it was fun. It yeah. looks good. It's clean. I don't. I don't know if it's if it's winner of the award, but it's definitely a lot better direction for for Mario game. Yeah, right. I don't know so. that I would give it to Tears of the Kingdom just because it's so similar to Breath of the Wild. It's more of the same in terms yeah. of art direction. Yeah. Like it's more of yeah. the same in a lot of ways. And what's different doesn't really stand out to me. Alan Wake's story is is played really cool because it's 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 viewed through two different like lenses of like ones in reality and ones in a nightmare kind of deal. And when mm-hmm. you do, okay. when, when the character does one thing in one side, it, it, it shows up in the other world in a different spinoff. It's, it's a really cool concept. That's interesting. Yeah. That I'd like to see in action other than just reading it. I'm trying not to watch too many things for, for spoilers, Yeah, but I mean the, the concept of it, I, I wouldn't be shocked if it won best art direction for how they, how they have manipulated they they're taking the whole control aspect that we've been talking about a lot and throwing it into Alan Wake and giving it this really cool two-sided coin kind of look to it um 
wouldn't shock that's, me if this that's one two games we need to do an episodes on is control and alan wake i think i um, i, I play control i still have to play to alan wake but an alan yeah, wake we should. Uh, episode absolutely <clears throat> all right so moving on to best narrative char do you want to read best narrative nominees best narrative nominees we have oh alan wake 2 is hanging out here uh boulders gate 3 cyberpunk 2077 phantom liberty Final Fantasy 16 and Marvel Spider-Man 2. So we're starting to kind of see the heavy hitters start start rearing their heads from from the looks of it. E- even Cyberpunk hanging out with it, but as as we get closer yeah. to the game of the year, we're 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 seeing it all kind of take shape as what we assume same ones, yeah. The rest ones are going to be um best there. I mean, Baldur's Gate come on. Baldur's Gate is your story. And what's cool about yeah. it is that it, it could go anywhere. Like you, it, it, it's so fast and it's, it's so like Jake said, when he was watching me play it, you know, I was doing things he'd never seen and we watched Wolf play it and we saw him do things we never thought we could do. There's so much shit in that game that uh, you're the narrative. You're like, you're the story. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, I feel like that one's got a strong chance at winning this. Yeah. I would. Yeah. I would. Totally it's not just agree. the plot and the storyline of the game, but it's also just how things play based on your actions. Right. Even in just in combat, like like I I broke through the ceiling of one encounter where Chard snuck through the front door, and and, and Jimmy or uh, Wolf could have you know killed everybody or not. Like different ways of doing things is really interesting. But I think Baldur's Gate three could be it. Um, Phantom Liberty, I dig the story, but the opening how they hook V, a random merc off the street, to save the president in the beginning of that, like that's that's a bit much <laughs> like that's con air level of storytelling and it was kind of stupid <laughs> but but i mean i love idris in it and stuff and and when you get going it makes sense but i feel like that's a game that could have been a standalone mm-hmm. experience with a new character not v mm-hmm. but then it probably wouldn't have done as well so i don't know 16's story is epic the narrative is epic it's badass it, everything kind of comes together it's it's just that extra fluff in between that really i think yeah it, it's just it, it, it's i hate to say it i hate to say this but it's boring it gets it gets boring when you're trying to get in between the next set of stuff that's going on and it is extremely vast it's very game of thrones but they give you an accessibility yeah. to, to to track the story and what each character is doing so if you want to read like who these people are and where everything else it's like a whole spider web like in the game that you can click on each character's thing and it'll be like deceased or you know who this person was important to and how they how they're related to the characters it's a really cool narrative concept that you can do that and you can get like quick quick updates while you're running through if you've forgotten who somebody is you can press a button right. and it'll pull it up and be like oh hey these are these people oh okay now i remember and you can keep going um i bet alan wake are probably gets a good stab at it too they're not i mean they are and they're not it's okay. not like final fantasy 7 but if you have fucking OCD like I do, you can't just let them go. You can't. But you don't have to do them. You can keep on okay. and trucking through. That's that's the one like benefit to it. Where seven, it felt like you have to solve these seven missions before you can move on to the next area. And you're like, but why? The door's right there. Just let me through it. This one doesn't make you do it, but it it does help. You like you get more experience okay. and you get some more. I don't know stuff to make shit with if you need to, because you you can upgrade your weapons and stuff with it. But it's not a necessity. It's just it's annoying to me. It's annoying to see the help me bubbles over people's heads. I fucking hate that shit. That's why I haven't finished Cyberpunk <laughs> yet. <clears throat> Fair enough. All right, two left. 
Best Game Direction. Wolf, you want to read these ones off? Read off the sure. category too, because it's a bit of a uh, different different awarded, award. Awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. So we got Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Wonder, and Tears of the Kingdom. I think it's a toss-up between Alan Wake 2 and Baldur's Gate 3, honestly. I was actually mm. thinking, like, Baldur's Gate 3, yes, I think that has a chance just because of, just like we were just talking about, there's so many things you can do, right? Mm-hmm. So the fact that it lets you do just about whatever you want and continue proceeding through the story like anybody else would just on your own terms. Mm-hmm. But then Tears of the Kingdom really did, it It really brought that uh, build your contraptions thing and in a way that's pretty accessible to most people. It's not super hard to make your inventions and just go wacky with it. And like people come up <laughs> with such wild stuff with that. So I don't know, like, honestly, any of these could take it, in my opinion. I won't be mad if any of them do. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I think I'm with you, Wolf. Baldur's Gate 3, I think the they wanted to make a CRPG like it was the 90s, and that's what they did. No compromises, like they did it. They didn't, they, they have the idea of no DLC or expansion packs. They just want to make a full, a full huge 100-hour-plus CRPG, and that's what they did, just like they mm. used to be made back in the day. Right, and that's kudos for that. But Tears of the Kingdom, though, it's it's the it's one of the few games that makes the first game so obsolete. Everything in Breath yeah. of the Wild is obsoleted by Tears of the Kingdom, and they did everything better. And just the way they took, they give you a tool set, a physics to, a sandbox, just like the first game, but it's way better. And you can just spend hours just messing around with the tools they give you to play around. To me, that's it's innovation. I've never seen a game that does this with the physics and the toys and the, and the freedom to have, do whatever you want. There's islands in the sky. How you get to the, them, totally up to you. And yeah, it's, and it's in pretty. the order you want. Like, I... Yeah. I, we talked about it in the podcast in the past. Yeah. I skipped massive chunks of the game and was yeah. doing near-end game content at the beginning, right? <laughs> and, it's, and it lets you. And it just it says, okay. And it was and just like, all right, it, right, cool. And then they just worked it in oh. later. Like, oh, we need you to do this. You already did that. Why didn't you say <laughs> something? <laughs> it's, it's 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 tears of kingdom is great for that like it just there's, there's so many categories here where I, i'd see it not winning but i think best game direction is one that has to take because i think it's just so innovative and in how what it gives you to play with it's great hmm. all right last category the big one i think we already know the names that are gonna be on here we've seen a lot of familiar faces we got the game of the year nominees who wants to read them off i'll read them off i'll go for it uh okay. Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. <clears throat> a lot of good games, man. There is a lot of good um, games. Yeah. I still have my... I I would love to see Alan Wake 2 win it, but caveat. My argument about things that haven't been out long enough that are being selected for game of the year really bothers me. It still bothers me. But yeah. I love I love Alan Wake so much that I would be okay with it winning this just because it's such a like an under the radar game, in my opinion, for the first ones. 
and there's such a cult following for it that having this release come out that literally people like me have been waiting for a new Alan Wake to come out for years and it finally came out and it's doing so well it'd be, be like that's cool like to to let it to let it kind of take that one i think i think tears of the kingdom is probably going to be high up on the list though i'm not a big fan of it or baldur's gate 3 i i feel like those are the two that are really going to make that decision i think spider-man hasn't been out long enough and if and and from what i'm reading other than some cool things that they've added to it maybe the, the you know playing as both miles and and peter it's still like more of the same like kind of feel to the other two games yeah. um resident evil 4 is a great remaster it's a great remake um and mario brothers wonder is 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 a cool game it's not game of the year to me but it's definitely a cool 2d a platforming Mario game that we haven't seen in a while, but I definitely, yeah. I definitely think Baldur's Gate and, and Zelda are going to be the two that battle this one out. <clears throat> yeah. I, I don't feel like Mario brothers wonder is game of the year caliber. I, mm-hmm. I do think it's good. I don't think it's game of the year. Good Resident Evil four. Again, the remake thing. I just don't think it's going to overtake the other contenders here that just showed up and hung around, you know? So right. yeah. it, I'm with yeah. you. It's a Baldur's Gate versus Tears of the Kingdom for me here. Either one could take it. And I wouldn't be upset if either one does. Yeah. Baldur's Gate spectacular. What's inter- it's, so it's interesting to me is like Baldur's Gate 3 is it's it's an old school character RPG. And I always thought like that genre is a bit dead. I mean, I love them and they have their fans. We've had a few over the last few years. But the popularity of that game, when you see the numbers on on Steam who are playing this game yeah, and who are streaming players. it, ridiculous. Yeah. And like the only thing I can contribute to that is that there was a rise in D and D during the pandemic when we're all working from home or, or stuck from home and play, people playing D and D online. Mm-hmm. But as things started opening up again, people I think started losing their their D and D groups. Yep. And Ballers Gate Three kind of gave them an outlet. That's the only thing I can think of why this is popular. I, I mean, I love it, but it's weird to say that in twenty twenty three a D&D video game is like a contender for game of the year. That's pretty wild. So I think that's great. Um, Mario wonder. I'm not, I'm going to pull the GP. I'm going to call Mario wonder a hidden gem because a lot of people are probably like me. And when they saw Mario Wonder, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm sure it's good. I'm sure it's Mario. It's not gonna be bad, but it's not gonna be great. Especially with the history of 2d Mario in the last little while has been kind of bland, kind of just safe. But Mario Wonder, I said in our episode before, it took some risks. It took a lot of the ideas from Mario Maker, the fan stuff that Mario people did in Mario Maker, and they made that into a game. And I think it's spectacular. Yeah, it took 32 I years to get a, a sequel to Mario World. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. I mean, I love it. it, it it's it's like, I would, is a game of the year? No, but it, it would be a really great honorable mention or a second place. Fair. Mm-hmm. So I think I think it's going to be Ballsgate 3 or Tears of Kingdom as well. I think but, I mean, who knows? You never know, Jim, right? personally, but that's just me. But it also just came out. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah. the critics and stuff, the like people I who are said, voting on this have played it already, but I mean, nobody else has. Like I said, I, it's I it's know. too new still, and I and I have my beef with it, but I'd, I'd love to see it win. Just because it's it's going yeah. up against some heavy hitters on here that have been around for a while, and it's it just like quietly, everybody's like, oh, Alan Wake 2 is going to be coming out soon. And we were like, oh they're making a second one and then it turned out to be like a smash hit coming out the gate so it's it's kind of exciting so i, I don't know I, I if i didn't have so much love for the first alan wake i i think i would 
obviously think very differently on this. But I, I, I has to be Baldur's Gate three personally. I, I, I would select that just because I haven't played D and D since two thousand and fucking three, and and this was this was gifted to me, and I was like, yeah, this seems kind of cool. And the minute I fired it up, I was like, yo, this is just like back in the day. This is cool. Yeah. Like all these aspects it's are cool. Faithful to it's it. super faithful, and and it and it brought me member berries and a little nostalgia to uh, playing it again. So. Um, I just, it's such a long game. I haven't had time to like really invest into it. Like I want to. <clears throat> All right, guys. I think maybe we skip top 100 this week. Cause we are pushing two hours for this episode. Yeah. This episode is running really long. So I, yeah. we knew it was going, I knew right. it was going to go about this long. So that works for me. Yeah. All right. So, uh, I'm going to call out. Uh, so if you enjoy our podcast, please drop us a like or subscribe. We are trying to grow the channel. We're trying to get up to the 500 subscribers. That'd be really great. I know we've had a few join in the last few weeks. That's fantastic. Tell your friends, tell your neighbor, tell your neighbor's dog, even if they don't understand what you're saying, it's fine. Tell your cat. Uh, if you like like us, if you're listening to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Amazon Music, for whatever reason, we also are on YouTube. Uh, YouTube.com slash at com. Sorry, at cancel and also com. And yes, we're also on Spotify too. So we're pretty much Google Press Me to Cancel podcast. You're going to find us. If you find a site that we're not there, you let me know and I'll make sure we get put there. Um, so otherwise, uh, Chard does stream occasionally over at twitch.tv slash chardmonk. Uh, Wolf will occasionally stream over on the YouTube channel for Press B. I will eventually do something. This has been Press Me to Cancel. Have a great week. Thank <laughs> you.